Are you kidding me? The guy asked for something spooky. Is it a gun that sucks balls? I'm the farting demon in this relationship. <laughs> I'd be an awesome rich person. You're both just an exactly. God, I'm awesome. We're talking Tom Hanks and his vehicles. Yeah, I had my finger in my mouth waiting for you to finish. You gotta get four balls or something? Like dick piercings? <laughs> like, no, you know damn well I'm fucking that demon. It's still sexy. <laughs> How could I be close and not be right? Yeah, I'll just kill some random dude. Hey, everyone, and welcome to Plotty Time, the podcast where we three gamers discuss the video game stories in detail. Oh, necessary and appropriate backlash. On one side of the table, we have Chump Slap. You done messed up, A.A. Ron. You done messed up. Now march your ass down to O'Shag Hennessy's office. On the other side of the table, Dr. Scientist. I consider myself a reasonable man, quick with a joke, slow to anger, but Bender can't go on long car trips anymore, and I say Zoidberg must die. And my name is Papa Scotch, and as I always say, I was relentless. They would call me Nandor the Relentless, because I would never relent. <laughs> Welcome to Plotty Time. So, Dr. Scientist, let's start with you, bud. What have you been playing? What have you been watching? What have you been doing? How's Clown College? What's going on? Ace and everything except balloon animals. <laughs> you do suck at that. Yeah, I do. It's terrible. <laughs> uh, obviously, I'm not keeping up with what we do in the shadows. Mm. Yep. Cool, cool, cool. It's good. Are you up to date, up to date? Yeah. Yeah. The last one was pretty great. <laughs> I really <laughs> you can do about eight times an hour. We hit him 428 times. <laughs> yeah. Like, and his brain turned into mush. I don't know. <laughs> oh, so good. But they just kept pausing every time there was like the littlest screw up or they weren't on the same page. Yeah. So every three seconds, they yeah. reset it. Uh, <sighs> so good. And I, my favorite was when they came back and then the doll was talking like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> and... When they brought the one guy from like Impractical Jokers just shows up out of nowhere. Oh yeah, the I forget was it Saul or something. Yeah, like that? I can't. I don't remember his name. But yeah, obviously I'm keeping up with that. Pretty great. I've uh, finished watching all the new Star Trek Strange New Worlds. It's a that animated one. No, that's a Prodigy. I didn't watch that one yet. <laughs> I think I, I thought the that same was Lower Decks. Lower Decks is an animated one too, but that's a comedy. Oh my god, there's so many. <laughs> so there are a lot of these. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, how was it? It's good. It's all right. It's good. Does it have anything to do with anything? I mean, it has to do with Star Trek. Well, just in the Star Trek world or? Yeah. That's all. All right. See where they go. So what, like, is the basis they're doing the same shit? Like, just just going out on a ship and just yeah. seeing what's out there? Yeah. That's it. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that's cool. Like, I have nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I just... That's that's Star Trek's thing. It's like, well, we got this crew together, and we're just fucking get out there, go see what's going on in the rest of the universe. Yeah, that's, exactly. that's it. And then hijinks. And I also watched half of the first, I guess it's first season. I don't know of uh, Sandman on Netflix. Oh yeah, I forgot they were making oh, it. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, I watched. I think there's ten episodes. I watched five. It, it's really good. Is it? Yeah, if you like Sandman. I don't know. It's been years since I even read one. Is that on? Is that like an ongoing thing, or is that just like a limited? comic series that came out i don't know if it's still going i don't know either. but i think it came out first as like a maybe a graphic novel i could be wrong I, I, I mean i've heard about it for years i just never yeah. got into it or do anything about it yeah so it's good yeah it's worth a check out yeah cool cool okay 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 and i watched this uh fantastic movie called outpost outpost i'm surprised i chump slaps had to have seen it because it's pretty slappy I don't know. I think I saw. Is it? Is it a uh, fucking uh, werewolves? No, the werewolf one. No, no, no. It's uh these like this mercenary group gets hired by this guy, and they go to Europe somewhere. It, it, world, it's I don't know some kind of war zone in Europe, 
and they end up at this old Nazi place, and it turns out there's like killer zombie ghost kind of things of old Nazis. So they're they're actually like ghost zombie Nazi guys, kind of. Okay. And they have, they have to fight them. Sounds good. Yeah, I, I I'd recommend it. It's it doesn't have like a weird twist in it. I mean, That's yeah, some different. I don't want to ruin it for off. you. I probably there's there's probably a dozen movies <laughs> named Outpost because I had to search them through. IMDb. Yeah, that's why I'm getting confused. I think I did see this, but a different one. I think there's actually a part two and a three. But get the fuck out of here. Is this the one with Ray Stevenson in it? Ray Stevens, like the yeah. con- country <laughs> yeah, singer yeah. guy. Well, there goes the streak. The fastest <laughs> thing on two feet. <laughs> that one. I remember those infomercials, man. I have no idea who Ray Stevenson is. But according to IMDb, he is in the cast. Oh, there you go. Okay, well then there we go. Ray Stevens isn't, but Ray Stevenson is. <laughs> okay. Say that five times fast. No, thank you. Ray Stevens, Ray Stevens, Ray Stevens. No, nope. no, Ray Stevens isn't. Ray Stevenson is. Ray Stevens isn't. Ray Stevens isn't. isn't. Ray Stevenson is. Ray Stevenson isn't. Ray... No, that's not a good guy. <laughs> not going to work. <laughs> I just did it once slow to get it down, and I barely got through that. I'll work on it. I'll come back next week. All right, all right, all right. yeah, yeah. You cool. do that, you do that. Uh, I also played this game called The Council. The Council, okay. Yeah, I started it. It's, uh, you're this guy, and you're a member of like this secret, uh, I don't know, mystical organization kind of thing. And your mom disappears on this island, and you go and try and find her. And it turns out there's like all people from all around the world. Like It's set back in 1700, so it's like George Washington and Napoleon Bonaparte are there. And it's kind of like an Illuminati type council. I knew it. Fucking Illuminati, yeah. dude. Had to start somewhere, you know? Yeah. yeah. But it's pretty good. I enjoy it. It's, it's kind of like a point and click adventure kind of thing. But the story's cool. Yeah. I'm only about halfway through it. It's, but I'm enjoying it so far. Trying to figure out what's going on. And then you're trying to find out where your mom disappeared to. Okay. Right. Is this new or is this uh, I don't know. If, how, how new is new? Two like years. Like within the last. Two, yeah, sure. Two years. I, I don't think so. But, Pre-COVID? Um, let me see. It was released in 2018. All right, there you go. Okay. Pretty new. But I'm enjoying it. It's, it's fun. And it's kind of like, it's got RPG elements where you, you get better at certain things as you use them and if you succeed. But right. Okay. Dope. Point and click, though. Yeah, you kind of like walk. It's not point and click, but. Walking simulator. No. Walking pointer. <sighs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> They're so similar. I think a walking simulator is like the evolution of a point and click in some ways. <laughs> All right, we're getting into philosophy of, You're here. sort of right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we wax philosophic about games. That's what we do here. <laughs> but you can see how I got there, right? Yeah, like yeah. You can see how point and click. Yeah, you get it. Yeah, but yeah. It's, it's, you can move around like in a 3D world, so it's kind of not point and click, but you don't, you basically just pick up things and put them together and solve puzzles and yeah. talk to people. Like an Easter egg hunt. Uh, sure. There's a lot of point and click in walking sims. Yes. But it's not a complete one for one update. Yeah. Right, gotcha. We got there. We they're, got there. They're related evolutionarily. Perfect. Okay. Same family phylum. Yeah, kingdom. <laughs> they're like second cousins. All right, there we go. Done. Kissing cousins. E- e- <laughs> <laughs> like fucking Rudy Giuliani, right? Marion's yeah. first cousin. Sure. Yeah. Let's not get into politics, guys. Yeah, you're right. You <laughs> no. gotta stay clear of those. <laughs> now, anyway, that was my accomplishments. What about you, Papa Scotch? What do you play? Watch? Do? What you, what, what's going on with you? I was gonna talk about what we did in the sh- what we do in the shadows, but we already did, so I won't go over that again. Although, if you haven't watched this season, I strongly recommend it because it's just as good as ever. <laughs> and right. baby Colin Robinson, who's now, I don't know, preteen, nine Colin years old. Robinson. All right. 
I just like that. Okay, I guess I'm talking about it. I just love that scene where he was desperate for to hang out with other kids, and he saw these two little girls at the vampire <laughs> at the club. And he yeah. runs up, he's like, "Do you ever hear about this thing?" And he's like, super nerding out on this kid thing. And they're like, "What the fuck are you talking about? We're 200 years old. <laughs> We're just being vampires as children." Yeah. Did you watch the YouTube video of this guy? That does. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> Did you watch the YouTube video of this guy? <laughs> oh, great. Anyway, so I also watched uh, a piece of cinematic classic. We uh, have discussed it in the past. Uh, it may have cost me my marriage. We watched Biodome. <laughs> <laughs> it's classic. You have to. Man. It's a lot fucking dumber than I remember. I remember right? it being fucking great. I think that's out of our three analyses of it. I think that was a universal thing that I, it's dumber than I remember. Yeah. It's just. Like, all the scenes where Bud and Doyle are interacting with the scientists, like, they're all pretty funny. Like, they, they kind are? of pretty much, they mostly hold up. It's just when they're talking to each other, I just got so annoyed. So fast. <laughs> just it's, so fast. It seems like they were, like, uh, improving most of the talking yeah, between, between them two. The yeah. Or they have just so much footage of it. They improv like 40 takes, and by the end, they were losing their mind and went insane and just started making up gibberish, and then that's the one they kept. That's yeah, the one they put yeah. in the movie. That's what it feels like. And I wouldn't be surprised if that was the true story. <laughs> but anyway, so I also watched a horror movie that recently came out that I thought was pretty good. I'm listening. Yeah. Have you guys seen The Black Phone? No. Don't have any idea what it is. It's about this kid who gets kidnapped. Mm-hmm. And there's a phone that can he could talk to previously kidnapped kids. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't see it though. But it was done really well. It, it made it reminded me kind of like a play, because they're like in the room with him, but only he can see them. <laughs> Honest to God, a play. <laughs> no, just the way it's like acted play. out and blocked and stuff. It looks kind. It it's kind of like playish. You'll see. Just it's good. Oh, Check Ethan Hawke is in it. Yeah. I don't yep. think there's a bad movie he's ever done. No. No, he's fucking great. Yeah. Made me want to watch Assault on Precinct 13 again. The remake, which was also good. Okay. Just me? Cool. Anyway. Well, I, don't, I don't remember. I don't remember the remake, yeah. That's fine. Uh, then I watched uh, The Old Ways from Netflix. Anybody? Anybody? No idea what you're talking about. Something about witchcraft. It is. Good job. So <sighs> the movie starts, uh, this, this woman, she's probably in her early 20s. She went back to her hometown in Mexico, I guess... She had moved away when she was very little. Like, she remembers it and has memories, but she's completely, she's lived in America her whole life. She's Americanized, mm -hmm. for lack of a better word. So she goes back. She meets up with her cousin, but th that's not where they start. They start with her tied up in a chair, and this old woman comes in, and she has, like, the face paint. Like, she's some kind of religious figure, and she looks at her, and she's like, she whispers something in this tough dude's ear and walks away. <laughs> and then she's like, what the fuck is that? Why am I in captivity? And her cousin's like, she said you have a demon in you. Sorry. So we got Ooh. we got to get it out. Oh, I'd hate that. The concept or just the No, if somebody said that to me, you. like, you got a demon in you. We got to It's like, yeah, no that. shit. I've been living with it every day. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty cool. It turns into an exorcism movie. Mm -hmm. And uh, the only criticism I have is, is they exorcise the demon, I guess, spoiler. <gasps> and that's where you're like, oh, okay. We wrap this one up pretty quick. It's, and then the movie <laughs> goes off for another 45 minutes. Oh, so is it, it had a, a good 45 pace. minutes or is it a waste of your time 45 minutes? I think it is a hard, solid five. Mm. Oh, perfect five? Not a perfect five? <laughs> no, 
not a perfect five. It's a very solid five, okay. heading closer to six. Okay. Mm. It didn't blow my mind away, but I just, you know, we that was the only thing that was really bad is the pacing to it was a little weird. And that one's called the old way. The old way. And then I watched a real fucking stinker, like a hard. I'm gonna say it wasn't Biodome. Biodome <laughs> two. You didn't even know about it. <laughs> yeah, it was some bootleg shit. They never released it. <laughs> I would watch that. <laughs> that makes me want to watch it more. But I watched a movie that I absolutely hated, and I don't think it's even fun bad. Oh, it was so just it's not Bernie's too. No, it's uh, it's called There's Someone Inside Your House. I think I tried to watch that. Basically, rich, irritating children at a high school. Sounds good. Are targeted by a killer who wears a mask of them while he's killing them. Of the person he's killing? Yes. That sounds pretty neat. It's not. It's a stinker. <laughs> so, well, the, the reason they're killing the, these kids or they're, they're singling out certain people, it's because they have quote-unquote secrets. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. High school kids? Yeah. I know, right? And, of course, they're all, like, super high-stakes secret. I think one of them, like... Killed a guy once. Yeah, they were, like, hazing this kid, and they, <laughs> they got away with it. And another one, uh, uh, someone was driving and accidentally killed somebody. Shit like that. I think I did. That happens the- a lot more in movies than real life, I think. I think I did put this movie on yeah. and just zoned out. That's fine. You don't need to go back. It wasn't <laughs> good. Like, it just got insufferable by the end. Yeah. And, like, 20 minutes in, it was pretty pretty clear who it was. Yeah. Maybe I just turned it off because it was so stupid. Yeah. Don't watch it. That's a, it's, a, it's a perfect two. I'd say <laughs> because it still had a story you could follow right and some of the acting was all right and there was a, a little bit of neat imagery but that's a, a perfect two perfect two perfect and then last one I watched was Uma I don't know if you guys saw this one with Sandra Oh no no it was really good she she's one of those people that thinks that electricity is gonna make her sick okay I'm down <laughs> she has like this home business with with her daughter and her daughter's like going to college, but she doesn't want her to go to college because she doesn't want her to leave because she has like problems, mm-hmm. obviously. And then Sandra O's uncle comes in, tells her that her mother has died and like gave her her things. And then it turns out her things have some kind of spirit or demon or haunting attached to it. Hmm. Oh, another possession type yeah. thing. It's not so much. It's kind of a possession thing, but it's more like, uh, you know, the the sins of the family's past, that sort of situation. Ooh, that's a good name for a movie. Sins yeah, of the oh, Family's Past. Write that down. Yeah, cut that out so we can cut make a movie and not have it stolen from us. Yeah, we. Just, I feel like we come up with so many good ideas here. We do. We're and geniuses. then I played video games. No shit. Uh, how many platinums did you get this week? Right. I. No, none. I didn't get any. Oh. Yeah, it was a sad week. Oh, you didn't play them both on PlayStation Four and PlayStation Five. Well, yes, but months and years apart. I hundred percented control. So I got all that. Hundoed control. Mm. But you didn't get a platinum for it? I got platinum last week. Yeah. Uh, what what don't you right. need for the platinum that you need for the hundred? Uh DLC stuff. Oh, okay. So I just saved those missions for last pretty much. Right on. Uh and then I played more of Shredder's Revenge, which I still think is awesome. You beat it? Yeah, beat it a couple times. By yourself? Yeah. Beat it on it's, easy. It's beatable by yourself. The thing about it is that's that he did it on easy. Yeah. <laughs> no, maybe. I don't think so. I don't think there's a difficulty. I could be wrong though. But like your your character levels up between one and ten. Oh. And it like adds health bars and it adds like oh, super so it's like moves a rogue light type of thing? Yeah, like you play you if you just keep playing and even if you keep dying, you'll keep getting points and you'll get your character to like a score of ten and from there you can beat the game. Okay. So 
I, I still think it's fun. And again, if, if anybody played Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the arcade game, mm-hmm. and you, you're a big fan of it back in the day, then this game's for you. Definitely check it out. Still waiting for it to go on sale. Yeah. I mean, it just came out, but I'll wait. Yeah. Well, the thing that sucks is it was free on Game Pass. So everyone oh, it is? I know who has an Xbox, which is two people, played it and loved it. Mm. And I was like, fuck, I paid like 25 bucks for that. I'll wait until it's free on PlayStation Pass. Yeah, it's only a matter of time, really. Right. But that's all I did. How about you there, Sir Chomp Slap? What are you playing, watching, doing? What's going on with you? Uh, I didn't do much. I fin- finished up uh, Spider-Man, Miles Morales. Mm. Platinum? No. I feel like with that game, it's just like the first Spider-Man where if you play through it and do all the side missions, you're like three easy tasks away from getting yeah, platinum. That's what I was asking. You have right? to play through the whole New Game Plus to get the platinum. You know? Do you? Yeah. I just fucking looked at it. How are you okay, questioning me? Okay, I'm sorry. Me? I was questioning because I'm trying to remember <laughs> if I did that. I yeah, I was going to say, you had to. Well, you definitely to have to play through New Game Plus to get unlock all the armors and shit and the upgrades because some of them don't unlock till New Game Plus. So there's that. Okay, well, I just don't think I needed to be yelled at. Yeah. Well, I found that a little bit unnecessary. (laughs) I disagree. It was infuriating. (laughs) I don't lie to our fans. Why would I? You're right. You're right. I'm the one without any integrity. You're right. (laughs) At least you admitted it. Can we cut that out? I'll let that as my ringtone. You'll have that. The only two clips you'll ever have is that one and the one where I sing the chump chump slap anthem. (laughs) Which is classic. Absolutely. Yeah, that's all I did. Video games. Played a little more Stray, but not much. I want to get into it, but I think I'm going to finish with Shredder's Revenge first. I don't know. We'll see what happens. I don't know. I'm about halfway in like three, four hours, so I don't think it's really that long. They gave it away for free, so I I can't imagine it's like a 60-hour play. Yeah, exactly. What do I know? Eh, Probably nothing. Mm -hmm. Close to. I'll watch some more Mr. Show to finish that up because it's excellent. It's fucking amazing. The new one or the old one or just all of them? Uh, old ones. I forgot the new ones. The Bob and David or whatever it's called. Yeah. What's that on? Is that on Netflix? Yep. 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 Oh, yeah. Now I have to watch that again. Well, yeah, just the old one. I remember watching it when it came out and it was great, but I forget anything about it. Yeah. I don't remember anything. I don't know if I ever watched the new ones. It wasn't terrible. Definitely funny. But I watched a couple movies. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you guys ever see Supernova from 2000 with James Spader? Have I ever seen Supernova? I know you have. No, I don't. Oh, really? I've seen part of it. James Spader, <laughs> I don't think so. It's, uh, they're in space, and they're a hospital ship, and they get like the distress call, and they have to warp there, and then it turns out there's this weird shit going on where this guy mm-hmm. called him there because he's like aging in reverse or some shit. Benjamin Button. Okay. Yeah, but it's it's good. It's like a space horror. Look at this cast. Robin Tunney's in it. Robert Forrester. Yeah. Angela Bassett. Lou Diamond Phillips. What? I'm putting this on the list right now. Yeah, exactly. I LDP's he... in it? The very same. You guys haven't seen this one? It's fucking killer, man. I can't tell if you're fucking with me right now, but it looks No, dope. I did. I, I enjoyed it. I mean, it's pretty good. <laughs> did you guys ever see, was it Alien Raiders? <laughs> I just want to say it's got a 10% on Rotten Tomatoes, so you know it's goddamn good. Hell yeah. I don't know. I liked it. Loved the ending, too. So That's something that you don't hear every day. Well, it's just... Uh, Solid ending? You know what I mean? Because like, yeah, yeah. we always bitch about endings. Yeah, I know, right? So, yeah. Give it a gut. Fuck it. I'll watch it after Alien Raiders. Yeah. Uh, I totally forgot to watch What We Do in the Shadows, so sorry, guys. <laughs> Can't get in that one. Next time. Next, well, it gives us a reason to talk about it next time. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck it. I'll wait until you guys are done with it, and then I'll watch it so we <laughs> talk about it for weeks at a time. Perfect. But then I watched uh, the classic Tom Cruise movie, Oblivion. You guys remember this one? Where he's like, I 
I know I've seen it. I've I've watched the entire thing. All I remember is Tom Cruise in a white white fucking getup flying a plane. That's all I remember about it. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Okay, good. I'm glad I nailed that. <laughs> he's just like on a post-apocalyptic Earth, and he's watching these fucking engines just like steal ocean water or something. Turns out aliens are involved. He's a clone. You guys remember it. <laughs> I, I know what you're talking about. Like, I, I've seen it, but I don't. Yeah, it's kind of a very average movie, but I don't know. It's a good time. It's no supernova, but it's okay. Okay, okay. Yeah, that's pretty much all I did, man. All right, pretty sweet. Well, if that's all you got, then I guess we'll just go ahead and slide into video game news slash the... <gasps> What's going on in the news today? Okay, yeah. Nice so uh, a lot of... I there. It was really low on loot. Oh, wow. It was very slow news week last slow week. Slow news. Mm. And yet, dude, I am completely sober, and I am sitting here stumbling over words like this that's all right it's one of those days all right so uh one fun fact a piece of news that came out is uh nearly 80 percent of all playstation 5 and playstation 4 games are bought digitally well yeah why Makes would you sense. why would you buy a hard copy What's i have this, so many year? hard copies i'm looking for uh when it was but i think those numbers are inflated because of the pandemic yeah like the PlayStation Plus stuff where they just gave away games because I put them in my library. Does that mean? Does that count yeah, towards the number? Yeah, that's a good question because I do okay. get a receipt, like an email that says "Thank you for your purchase." Yeah, but that's only one or two games a month. At least two. I mean, there's been months I haven't downloaded any. I don't download them. I just put them in my shit, my library. The the graph I'm looking at is PlayStation uh, by quarter. So this is referring to quarter one, 2022. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, before that, quarter four of 2021 it was at 71%. So I mean it's still very high. Yeah. But I thought that was interesting. I mean I get it. I understand it. I le- I know a lot of people don't want a bunch of fucking plastic and bullshit sitting on the shelf for the rest of their life, but yeah. I guess I'm the outlier. Significantly better for the environment. Plus the, there's you don't have to hear the fucking jet take off every time yeah. you load your fucking Dude, place. that's it's your so intense. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's so intense. You just wait Dr. Scientist till you have a disc in there. Holy I don't think he's going to buy a disc I'm, one. I'm not buying a disc one if I buy one. I know you've said that, but it may be the only one that's available. So I'm hoping I will you can just sure wait. wait man. It's, he's waited this long. <laughs> yeah, it's been, what, almost two years now? Yeah. Coming up on it, yeah. Yeah, I, I still haven't found a need for one. Except the Ratchet & Clank game, I do miss that. But uh, I'm going to play it out and, of spite. Plus, there's a lot of games that don't have physical copies. There are. There are a lot of games that don't. But I, I found, uh, I don't know if you guys ever heard of Limited Run Games. Are you I was just going to say that, yeah. Yeah, I bought a couple of those that I was pretty excited about. One of them, of course, was fucking Shredder's Revenge. Nice. You buy the special collector's edition one? Yep. Of course you did. Sure did. But I, I don't think it's out yet because I haven't received it, obviously. I just no. bought, I bought that shit and then I bought the game digitally because I'm a smart person. Takes a good year after you pre-order a limited run game for it to show up. Yeah. Don't try kickstarting games. <laughs> yeah, right. I bought like four of them, and I think three of them were already like on Amazon, like the copies they couldn't sell of certain games. Like that's where oh, I bought yeah. Martha is Dead. Oh, nice. Because they put it out. but Yeah, so 79%, that's pretty high, and I guess it's not getting lower. No, sir. And then in other news, did you guys hear about this Call of Duty dog nope. that was plagiarized? Yeah, I did hear about that. How do you plagiarize a dog? It's a dog human skin for your Call of Duty character. Oh, they plagiarized the content of the dog. Yeah. Okay. It's just, it looks like an anthropomorphic dog with a gun. And it looks pretty fucking cool. When you said it. I thought you meant <laughs> they took what the dog did and plagiarized it. <laughs> the bark, <laughs> man. Yeah. Maybe. Like they s- took a bark from a YouTube video somewhere? <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
that'd be awesome. But I, I guess uh, they put out this character, and the artist who made it was like, hey, that's Mayan. Yeah, it's and so obvious, too. It's very obvious. It's like the same down to like the fucking elbow pads and the stickers. On. Like, it's very, it's the same. Mm-hmm. Um, but Call of Duty just pulled it and didn't say anything. And that was the end of it, I guess. But uh, a lot of people are just speculating that it was like a third party that Call of Duty hired to come up with skins. Yeah, they just, somebody. And someone who worked for them yeah. just took it, which happens all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I'd, I would believe that. I I just think if that were the case, then why wouldn't Call of Duty just say, "Hey, sorry, we fucked up. We hired these people. They boned us. That's the end of it." Do they really have to say anything? Because it was someone in their own ranks that said it, probably. And they had to okay it before it even went on their shit anyway. Well, what, what are they supposed to Google Photos every picture and see if it comes up? Well, yeah, why not? I mean, that you could at least do a Google image search. You would have found it very quickly. I mean, what do you maybe not for? very quickly? Yeah. Well, just search the what, image. But he search Call of Duty dog and then see what comes up? No, the image search, the reverse image search. Yeah, that's what I meant. But. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I expect someone from their art department or somebody to at least look and be like, no, I don't see this exact picture on the internet. Yeah, right. Yeah, to look at the whole but, internet. I, I still don't get it. I think it, it would be easy to find. You even search our Plotty Time logo, it comes up everywhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A lot that, of Brazilians. That's, that's not how that's I mean, searches about. work. <laughs> yeah, it does. Uh, and then... Another thing I want to talk to you guys about, because I know you guys are really big into card games like Magic the Gathering. I heard mm-hmm. of it, yeah. This one is about po- Pokemon. Pokemon? Po- Pokemon. Pocket a Monsters? Pokemon. The very same. A half a million dollar Pokemon card collection heist was called in to South Carolina police recently. Mm. Uh, apparently, this guy is like uh, known in the community for collecting very expensive rare Pokemon cards. Half a, million. Half a million is like what? A couple of them. Two cards? <laughs> I guess his name is Christopher Poliduro, and he had his home broken into, and all of his Pokemon cards were stolen. That sucks. Yeah. It sure does. Well, I mean, me when you're off. collecting at that level, investing that, you got to insure it, right? Like, Yeah. You know how hard it is to insure collectibles, though? It's weird. No. I have it's no almost idea. Impossible. It's very difficult. That's wild. Doesn't home insurance cover them? Well, nope. they don't actually have the value you assign to them. Yeah. They cover like what it would cost to buy a pack of Pokemon cards. Yeah. <laughs> what a fucking racket. I think insurance people aren't great. Well, you think? <laughs> it's also collectibles. It's not like... Yeah. But, I mean, if they have professionals that determine value... But even that is subjective. Yeah, like if you got it like officially graded. Yeah, you might be able to get that done, but you can't. I can't go to my renter's insurance and say, "Hey, I have ten thousand dollars worth of magic cards. I'd like to insure." Yeah, you have to. It's ridiculous. You'd have to go to like. I'm sure someone would insure it. Oh, I'm sure, but but that has to be so exorbitantly high. Yeah. Yeah, and it's probably like some boutique insurance place or whatever. Yeah. Like the ones that do auctions. They probably have to come in and identify all the cards themselves. Yeah. And yeah, and that probably isn't free. Yeah. 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 Well, if someone out there knows, send us an email. I'd yeah. love to get into this world of. Oh no, I'd like to get into a a, rab, a YouTube rabbit hole for like a half an evening. I think that'd be fun. Yeah, yeah. send me a Go video down this one for or a two. Bit. I would. I, I would imagine it wouldn't be worth the money to do it for insurance companies. For half a million, it would. Yeah. Oh yeah, but oh, I mean for insurance companies. Yeah, to like have a policy that's like, hey, we cover collectibles for ten dollars a month. They would lose so much money. You got to think like theft would be a big part of it then, yeah. at that point. Yeah. But I mean, it's a lot like it's a whole different thing if you're doing like insurance fraud, burning down your business versus, oh, my one card that fits in my hand is now gone. Yeah. 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 Like, you know what I mean? So I, there's got to be risks on the insurer side as well. This is interesting. Let's just talk about this the rest of the day. Yeah. All right. I'm game. sure I mean, they make you keep them in like fireproof safes and shit at that point. 
right? Yeah, I would imagine. And you, oh, you have to. Or like I, I, a gun safe is big and fireproof up to like 40 hours or whatever. So yeah, but cardboard, something like that. It's going to ignite. Plastic's going to Well, usually it, it keeps enough of the heat out. They're, thermally, they're usually thermally insulated. You can look through some videos on YouTube and see yeah, when we're the down that rabbit hole of fire safes. Yeah, the thing they don't tell you, though, about house fires is those go up fast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They don't burn long either. No, they do not. They go up fast and burn for like five to ten minutes. It really is that quick. It's crazy. Anyway, so in NFT news, just going <gasps> to easily transition into that. Oh, shit. Speaking of, Speaking of garbage. Insurance scams. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I should have thought of that. Good job. <laughs> Excellent work, Dr. Scientist. So uh, we talked about GameStop and how it was really embarrassing that their NFT storefront sold like a total of 45K. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they got in trouble. Oh. Uh, because they were selling 9-11 themed NFTs. That's awesome. That's, that's okay. <laughs> um, it was basically, it's not exactly a 9-11 themed one. Do you guys remember the picture of the falling man? The guy who's like, yeah, 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 yeah you know, the it's a very famous picture. Mm-hmm. Uh, they replaced, they have the exact same setup, but it's like an astronaut <laughs> in the exact same body configuration. That's flying fucked towards up, the man. It's just hang in yeah. there, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is fucked up. Apparently it changed hands dozens of time in the marking in the marketplace, fetching hundreds of dollars until GameStop removed it. They just took it out. Yeah, I don't understand that at all. But it's uh why yeah, would you was... think that's a good idea? Well, the same reason. Maybe I that's what we should just teams. do. Yeah. We'll just put a playtime logo falling off. Yeah. And they called they called their version of it the falling man. Like they didn't even try to be like, oh what? This isn't exploiting someone who uh well technically all astronauts are always falling. Let's see. I quit. I quit the podcast. That's fine. I'm done. Oh thank okay. God. <laughs> Okay, well, if it if it annoys doctor scientists, I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the only other thing I wanted to talk to you about, and I would love to get doctor scientist perspective on that, or both of you guys. Yeah, did you hear I'm about not, this no, fucking Batgirl movie that got canceled? Yeah, when it was already I, I was, shot. I was already kind of like expecting to see it. Really? And it would have been one. It would have been the third DC movie I would have watched. It was apparently like shot, like in the yeah, can. It was almost. It was. Through editing, maybe? Maybe yeah. they're in the middle of editing? Then people just... Yeah, he's like, eh, screw it. We're not doing it. Like, test audiences didn't like it or something. I don't even know if they got that far. Well, the rumors were that it was really bad, and they just said, fuck it, which is still insane, because this is the studio that released Aquaman. Like, this is... Yeah, and the first Suicide Squad. <laughs> yeah, like, there's no way this is the worst DC movie they've ever done. If it is, you need to put it out there, because it deserves to have some kind of It's got to be better than Batman vs. Superman, right? It has to be, right? It has to be. Has to be. Or like at least maybe a couple reshoots of of someone cleaning it up. Yeah. But like it, it the directors, like the actors were all shocked. They heard this in the news. Yeah. That's I, fucking weird. It was just so weird. Like it's not uncommon for a, a big major movie studio to get a new person in charge, like a new studio head, and then they shut down like all the stuff that's like going to be in production. Yeah. You know what I mean? But usually when you put money into something, they're like, all right, well, it's part of the old guard, but let's see it through. We, you know, we paid for half of this already. Right, exactly. So, no, but this one, it was mostly finished, and they're like, no, we're not doing it. I, I think they also talked about how uh, the new executive, I don't have his name in front of me, but he wants to make the DC movies like big yeah. movie theater event movies. He doesn't want anything going straight to HBO Max. Okay. Which is crazy, because that's streaming's the future, like not theaters. 
Yeah. Like, what are we doing here? Did you see? I, it had Brendan Fraser and Michael Keaton in it? Yeah, what? Michael Keaton came back as old Batman. Yeah. Did he really? Yeah, and they, sh- and they fucking shit-canned it. How much did they have to pay for all that? Yeah, it must have been very expensive. <laughs> yeah. That's why everyone's like, they did what? At least put it on HBO Max. What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah, it's one day, it's just going to quietly go to HBO Max as like an experimental film. Yeah. Or they'll use it, maybe they'll use it as like flashbacks in the next big I DC movie. I don't know. Movie. It's just silly. Just, uh, But yeah, I mean, that's all I got for video game news slash stuff. Oh. oh. So let's get into this amazing game that everyone's super excited to talk about. Oh my God. <laughs> Let's as do you, it. As you saw from the episode title, we are talking about Call of Duty, colon, Advanced Warfare. <laughs> it was released November 4th, 2014. Number one song in the country. Any guesses? I didn't do clues because you guys hate that now, so I don't do that anymore. <laughs> but everyone Pharrell loves Happy. Uh, no, but you're very close to the Pharrell Happy dates, so. I know. I know it's around there somewhere. <laughs> Not a crazy pick. Something. I don't know if you guys know this artist at all. I didn't know this this person until I Machine Gun Kelly. Y- you're right. No, you're not right. It's uh, all about that bass by Megan Trainor. Oh, of course, I jam that. Yeah. I... How do we not know that song? All about that bass. Oh, I thought you were actually going to sing the song. Bop, bop. Bass, bass, bass. Man, right. you guys really need to get into pop culture more. Fuck you. <laughs> I know the song. I just didn't know the like who sang it. It was by Megan Trainer. I mm-hmm. didn't know who that was. I knew Megan I'd heard Trainor. the song. Yeah, Megan Trainor. It's the only thing Megan Trainer ever did, I'm pretty sure. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, if you don't know. <laughs> Number one movie in the country. Uh it was a animated superhero film. Incredibles. No. Close, but Two. no. Oh. Uh, bit main character looks like the fucking Michelin Man. Heroes, Hero Eight or something like that. Very oh, close. Yeah. Big Hero Six. Big Hero Six. Yeah, that was well, the same a, thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's pretty, I'll give it to you. And no. the, that's eight points for doctors uh, for uh, chump slap. <laughs> this day in history, 1856, November 4th, 1856, James Buchanan was elected the 15th president, and to this day, he is still the only bachelor president. Wow, I Wouldn't thought that was interesting. I didn't know that we had any. Yeah, one. Well, That's it. There's a lot of... Well, let's not get into politics here. No, this isn't a politics show. So it was released for PC, PlayStation 3, and Xbox 360, developed by Sledgehammer Games, and published by Activision. It is a first-person shooter future war sim garbage sim. Like, it's not as bad as Ghost, but it was not good. It's pretty bad. Are you talking about the story of the whole game? I mean, it's hard to shit on the Call of Duty gameplay because it's exactly the same every year and it works. Like, you know what you're getting into with the gameplay of Call of Duty. Yeah, exactly. Like, if you play a Call of Duty game and the game doesn't play well, that's your fault now. Was this the first one with Double Jump? I, which one was first? Infinite or Advanced? I think I Advanced know. was first. I'm I get, think yes. so. Yeah. Yep, it was. It was this one. Alright. I'm saying that confidently. I didn't look it up. I can't wait till I can double jump in real life. Well, it was f- 2014. Yeah, it had to be. Infinite was later than that. Probably two years after that. Uh, maybe someday we'll get to it. You know, who knows? I know. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. You play this one, Scotchy? Uh, yes, I certainly did. And I remembered the story after I watched this video. Actually, now that we're saying it, Advanced Warfare does take place before Infinite Warfare. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is, uh, there are different Call of Duty, like, story arcs and, and like, series 
arcs, for lack of a better word. I can't think of another name besides arc. It's but just an arc, yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's the the Modern Warfare series, which is Modern Warfare, Modern Warfare 2, Modern Warfare 3. There's Black Ops 1, 2, and 3. Wait, this... Advanced Warfare isn't part of Modern Warfare? No, well, it's actually modern, not. One's modern, one's advanced. Well, I thought it would be like the second... like. Oh, you thought it'd be like Modern Warfare, then Advanced Warfare after that? Yeah, yeah. Apparently... There's three standalone games in the Call of Duty universe that don't proceed uh, or follow any other pattern. They are Ghosts, which we've already covered. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can go back and listen to that episode. Uh, you're not episode. gonna. It's not a great lead into this, but it's a fantastic <laughs> episode. <laughs> and everybody loves that episode. Then there's Advanced Warfare, and then the next one's Infinite Warfare. Those are the three that don't belong to any specific uh, timeline. Okay. Cool. So uh, I'll get into it. I picked this game, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm kind of sorry. Who are you? I don't think he No, is. no. All right. How do we start out? We, we start with these two guys, Will and Mitchell. <laughs> they joined the Marines six months ago, but this whole movie takes place in the year, starting in the year 2050. Right. There are time jumps as we go, but we're starting in 2050. Uh, you, you two guys get deployed to South Korea. Uh, you're the guy in charge, which I think is Sergeant Cormac at this point. He hypes you up and says, oh, it's got to be badass. We're soldiers. We're so cool. Yep. Badger squad. <laughs> is that what it is? Badger squad? Yeah. I don't know Wait. if that's made up or not. No, it's Badger squad 227. I wrote it down. Good. <laughs> and uh, you and the whole group, you head into Seoul, South Korea to stop the North Korea advance. Mm-hmm. Um, you You get to the surface through some kind of, I don't know what to call us. Some future future tube, I guess? Some, some type of free-falling elevator is what I th- call it. That's a good thing. It has, like, harnesses. You fall through the sky. I assume there should have been a parachute involved at some point, but you just slam into a building, like, 20 stories up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which I don't understand what the plan was there. I know, right? I, it wasn't your plan to hit the building, was it? You I did. thought that kind of happened by accident. Yeah, I think you, d- you got shot and yeah. shit exploded around you, but still. But it didn't seem like any of them had... I don't know, some kind of parachute or some kind of, like, rocket stopping system? No. Something to slow it down. They just slammed into the building. Right. But what do I know? Either way, you you spend a bunch of the level fighting through the streets of Seoul, and then you get to the market district, and there's just a little pause break, and this is where you get some information that'll be relevant later, that Will's dad works for a company, or rather owns a company called Atlas PMC, Private Military Contractors. Mm-hmm. So you run to some of the Atlas guys, and they're just transporting a person. They're like, okay, yeah, like, we're we're not fighting each other, but, you know, we're private. We're here to do a mission. You guys go ahead and attack whatever you're doing, right. you know? Just like a professional courtesy thing. And uh, so either way, you set, a, you set a bomb on this launcher thing, but Will's arm gets stuck in it? Yeah, I like how that happened. <laughs> He's like, oh, shit, my arm's stuck, bro. Get out of here. And then he ends up getting blown up when the, the ship starts to take off. Mm-hmm. And then you fall to the ground. You're dazed, you know, protagonist knocked out on your way. We've had this a bunch of times, bingo board spot. Right. And then there's this moment, which kind of got me a little, where where you're you're in your, your point of view. You're getting dragged away. Uh, you see your arm by your side. And then as you get dragged away, you realize your arm's not attached. <laughs> I thought that was pretty fucking gnarly. Yeah, yeah it was pretty it was cool. cool. It's like, oh, his arm got stuck, and I lost my arm. That's weird. So any goodwill that this game just earned from what I would say is a not bad opening mission? No, it was all right, except for how all the technology worked and shit. Yeah, it was It was all right. It was a little dumb. I mean, the drone, yeah. like the, the swarming beetles or whatever yeah. they were, were dumb. The nanobots. 
but I, I, I finished that mission. I'm like, okay, let's see where this is going. All that out the window with the next scene where you're at William's funeral. And yes, folks, this is the meme right here. Mm-hmm. You walk up to the to the to the fucking casket, and it says "Press F to pay respects." Why did they just not make that a cutscene? I don't know because it's surrounded by two cutscenes. That's the even confusing part. That's the only interaction yeah, you yeah. have in the level. Well, that make you feel more involved, maybe. But it, it's just ridiculous. Press a button. They kind of had, had like a, of a, the casket fall, and you press a button to catch it. Make it a quick time event at least. But. <laughs> That's a little that's a little silly. This is oh, very oh, yeah. this is very serious. Yeah, for a very serious moment, it's silly to press a button to be like, all right, I cared about you. And you don't have an option to not press a button, which is no, kind of fucked up. Right. But either way, the point of this whole scene is Will's dad shows up because you know it's his fucking kid's funeral. Mm-hmm. Uh, he seems to really not care much about Will or the fact that he's dead. Because the next thing he does, this guy by the name of Jonathan Ayers, who's played by I guess we say played by Kevin Spacey, like it's his Face, face as the character model. I'm sure he does the voice too. Kept space. And he's like, hey, do you want a job? You can join my crew. And you're like, I don't even have a fucking arm. He's like, don't worry about it. If this you want to, yeah. you want a job, come come, come, see me and we'll give you something. But the, he's kind of like, I just lost my son. I need a new son. You want you want the job? Pretty much, yeah. And he's like, I'll give you a sweet arm. What, I, don't, what I don't get is you don't like necessarily leave the army just because you lose an arm. I mean, they'll give you a job somewhere else. Uh, he was let go but they don't just let you go <laughs> well he, he was he was a marine and they said Nate, there's nothing for marines to do without arms i think i don't know i know in like world war ii if you like lost a limb you got sent home and that was the end of it but i, I don't know if this is this who maybe knows he has what, a choice what, these days. yeah maybe or maybe he just ran out like his desk tour oh, yeah. maybe okay because the next one they, they ran out the his next... desk tour between his friend dying in the funeral no i mean between the in funeral the and Oh, yeah, maybe. The funeral and oh, okay. the next mission. Yeah, maybe he's like, give me two years. Let me run this shit out first. And then it's a little confusing, a little jarring, because next up you start assaulting a house to save the president. Mm-hmm. But then it turns out it's actually just a training simulation. It's like the hollow deck from yeah. Star Trek. That reminds me. I was talking to someone, and I couldn't think of the name, but what is that thing in Star Trek that just materializes whatever you need? The replicator. Replicator. Oh, damn, I couldn't think of that. That has nothing to do with this episode. No. <laughs> I just I just couldn't think about it the That other came day. up in conversation the other day with me, too. That's weird. Weird. It made... So, oh, I was talking to you. Oh, that's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> you finish the mission. You fail it. It's a training mission. That was kind of and funny then, how you failed it. Yeah. Dr. Man Spacey, he gets in a Jeep and gives you a tour of the facility, which I can only assume you have done already if you're in the training sim. But, you know, we'll go with it, I no, guess. No, it's... The training sim was like, here, here's your arm. Try it out. Yeah. And the arm malfunctions. Meep, meep, meep. That's why you fail, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like it wouldn't shoot or wouldn't restrain somebody or something like that. Something like that. So Kevin Spacey, this is him driving you through this massive facility and telling you what his whole organization's all about. And he's like, you know, Atlas is not loyal to any country. We just, quote, sell power, unquote. Yeah. It's just. And I know. Has, I know. It's, I know. It's insane. Doesn't make any we're, sense. We're gonna get to it, but the existence of this company makes no sense. At no, all. zero at all. I don't. We'll save it for a little bit later, but it's fucking wild. The <laughs> whole point we're supposed to be getting from this organization is that countries who don't have, I guess, a military or some kind of infrastructure to support people during a war, you can just hire Atlas. Yeah, they're basically it's a company of mercenaries. Yeah, and yeah. There's so many of them, and they have. Way better technology than even the 
yeah. United States who yeah, couldn't way give better you a than fake arm. Anybody else. And then uh, after you get your arm fixed, you do a different simulation that's like it's pretty much the same, but it's slightly different. They change some things. Uh, and then you pass, and then I guess you're officially hired at Atlas. Yeah. Boom. And then two months later, you're on a mission uh, in Nigeria. I believe it's in Nigeria. It is. Yeah, there's a Nigerian okay. prime, the minister. prime minister. was kidnapped. Yep. The prime minister is kidnapped by the KVA, led by a guy by the name, code name Hades. I can't, I can't imagine that's his birth name, so we'll just say it's his badass. It's not. Yeah. Okay. Chechen okay. separatist, just in case you didn't remember that. Oh, I didn't get that. Thank you. Which, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> How the Chechen separatists make such a crazy terroristic group? Yeah, it's 35 years after Chechnya was... <laughs> what are they separating from? Yeah, Another great something must happen in the next 20 years that I, with Chechnya. I guess. Let's not get into the politics of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we got a lot of game to cover. And, yeah, ooh, seriously. We're already deep into this. So, moving along a little bit faster. Uh, you and your boy Gideon, you start by sending a drone through the building... Uh, and you find the PM. It's a, it's like a whatever future porn tech scene, really. That's mm-hmm. all it is. Uh, you storm the building. You save the PM. But it turns out the KVA was never actually after the pri- prime minister. They were after <gasps> the technology. Yeah. Yeah. It was all a ruse. And then you have this fucking ridiculous scene where you're jumping on trucks on a highway like Matrix 2 style. Oh, yeah. Like just hopping between vehicles. Mm-hmm. And like all the coolest. Sh- I just noted that all the coolest stuff that happens in the scene is cutscenes. Is it? You just. You just fire like a couple things and like do a little bit of a uh, quick time events, but not even that many. That's so stupid. So this whole scene, like it looked great, but was super lame to play. Press X to jump between trucks. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And the van crashes in the water. Uh, you save one of the guys in the van and you're like, what's the deal with this guy anyway? And he's like, ah, Gideon's like, who cares? Irons wants him. That's it. Yeah, this is another where you pass out and wake up on shore, right? Somebody saved you. I think you both got to the, or you got out of the van and Gideon like might've pulled you out or yeah, you came to or something like that. But uh, Hades goes on to tell people through a huge massive broadcast that people are slaves to technology, which he does on technology. Yeah, well that's- the, Using technology. That's the beauty of it. It's like when Sideshow Bob came on TV to tell him that, he, that you need to shut down all TV. Exactly. It's mm-hmm. exactly so. what I thought of. Yeah, same concept. They stole it from The Simpsons. We all know this. Mm-hmm. And then apparently the NBA exploded or we're about to explode a nuclear reactor in Seattle. Is it? Wait. The what? NBA. Oh. KBA. NBA. KBA. I KBA. Yeah, I thought he said NBA. And I was like, that's not right. No. Right. I, I think I got that with. Yeah, that's not correct. I don't know. That's a typo. Whatever. It's KBA. The bad dudes the are Chechen about to explode. Yes. The, the Chechen separatists. I don't. What are they separating from? Anyway. <laughs> So they decide, I don't know why they're there. Like, I understand they're there to blow up the reactor, but the reactor is already on its way to blowing up. So why'd they all stay and get in gunfights? Why didn't they just leave? Like, were they just hanging out till it blows up? They were making sure no one pushed the do not destruct button. Yeah. Gotcha. Right. Because it's, it's like big and red in the middle of the room. Yes, exactly. The candy-like button. <laughs> so I, Gideon uh, tries to stabilize the reactor. You get there way too late. Uh, you escape right before it melts down, and a lot of people apparently die from this. I don't think... Never mind. Never no, mind. No, no, no. Say it. Uh, you think 25 years from now, you can just go in and like, oh, yeah, we're going to melt down this nuclear power plant. Like, there's not going to be a million safeguards to make sure you don't. Yeah, you mean safety at power plants will yeah. be less in yeah. the future. Yeah. yeah. Of course. In Seattle. See, I understand your logic, and before a bunch of people just walked into the Capitol building, I would have totally been right there with you, but now the rules are different. Yeah, yeah, I but I mean, 
they didn't go in the Capitol building and shut down a reactor. They just kind of like walked in. I mean, you could do that to a nuclear power plant too, but, but you if can't there just, was a reactor there, they would have shut it down. You think you can just go in and like, all right, I'm going to go turn off the coolant to the rods and the computer's just going to say, all right, yeah, we can do that. You must have yeah, a real reason to do it. Right. Fair. You, one would think. Yes. No. I'm yeah. pretty sure you can't do that now. No, there's very many <laughs> safeguards where this shit won't happen. Well, also, there's a difference between like a, like a Chernobyl situation where it melted down and radiation like spilled out. Mm-hmm. There's a difference between that and turning the whole fucking facility into a nuclear bomb. Yeah, yeah. But which is what they did here. Whatever. You can't do that. No. The, the answer to your question is no. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> That's the answer to your question. And then uh, it looks like four years have passed. We did a time jump. There's well, this... Wasn't there also like attacks all uh, over at the same time? All around the world it happened. Yeah. Same thing. Uh, the nuclear reactors blow up. Well, and they then do it was... all kinds of different attacks everywhere. I think they're all nuclear reactors. Oh, they are? Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's what they said. Maybe not. But it is like every country has its own yeah. terrorist attack. And then there's, we jump forward four years. There's this strange commercial that Atlas put out. It's definitely not suspicious at all. <laughs> no. No. And I, I guess the KVA at some point, the Chechen separatists, have invaded the U.S. and you're in some kind of future lockdown Detroit. Yes, you're in some safe haven in Detroit. And you, your whole job, the next mission is to find a doctor who is apparently Hades' right-hand man. It just so happens to be in the suburbs of Detroit. Yeah. Hades exactly. number two. Yeah. So you capture him, you move on, you hit a trap, and then they're about to kill you. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, some invisible dude shows up. He's like, hey, I'm just watching your back. Uh, and you're like, well, can you? who the fuck are you? I can't tell you it's classified later. And yeah. it just disappeared. Yeah. Peace. <laughs> and then you're like, okay, whatever. And you're like, well, that's lucky. And then you return to the it base. It should have just been Spider-Man saying you get one. Yeah, might as well, man. <laughs> really might as well. <laughs> Would have made more sense. Yeah. And then the doctor gives up the location of where Hades is meeting his banker guy. Once again, proving interrogation is easy. Obviously. Always works immediately. Always works. That's what we learned from video games. Mm-hmm. So Spacey decides that he's having this... Uh, this meeting with generals of, I guess, the U.S. military we're supposed to see. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's like, well, I'm an international mercenary force, so I'm just going to go there and take them down. And they're like, you can't do that. Like, we're the U.S. We have armies. We have Congress. We have regulation. And he's like, fuck you. I'm going to do whatever I want. It's like, I don't need Congress. Yeah. No, the c- classic youth ideals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It'd just be so much easier if I didn't have any rules, right? Yeah. yeah. There can't be any reason those rules were there, if right? If you have an international company... You can do what you want. <laughs> that Everybody just hires this. mercenaries to the point where they're larger than any standing army, and no one was like, hey, is do you guys think we should do this? Yeah. No where one, do they all no come from? That. Where do all these people come from? Uh, they're international. Them and the KVA. There's two giant, giant <laughs> international things. <laughs> yeah. So you get to Greece, where Hades is supposed to be. You drone murder a bunch of dudes, uh, like a real hero, mm-hmm. and you kill Hades. But no, 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 no. It's not him. Oh, it's like those Saddam Hussein look like guys. Exactly. Yeah. Should have seen double. that coming. Yeah. And then Obviously double, I double didn't. reversal. The double is actually a bomb and blows up the whole room. <laughs> so was he a robot Which, or a real person? I don't know. Because <laughs> if, if he's he not. A... Yeah. No, I see where you're going with this. If he's not a robot, it means he's always walking around with explosives strapped to him. And if he is a robot, they could have made fake retinals. Because they, they're like, do a retinal scan to see if it's really him. And <laughs> how do they have good, his fucking retinal scan? Uh, isn't that all explained coming up? Oh, maybe. Maybe I zoned out after that. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I understand. I understand. 
You uh you and Alona? Ilona? Is that her name? Alona. 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 One of your cohorts. Uh you continue chasing Hades and then a truck runs into you, but you have your sweet robot arm, so you're just fine. You're just pinned, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Alona and Hades are fighting. She he's about to get the upper hand and kill her, but you end up stabbing him? Yeah. This was kind of a cool scene. I, yeah, it was all right. This was I remember playing this and I remember this mission being a little bit better cuz you're running through this really neat grease market and you're avoid like trying to avoid a sniper. Mm-hmm. Oh, so there's all these really. alcoves and high things. Overall, not a bad mission. Cool. And then Hades, after being dead, snaps back to life and says, he knows. Irons knows. No. Then he dies. Kevin Spacey up to some shady, shady shit. I, ju- I didn't see that coming a mile away. <laughs> right? The guy who's building a standing army. As soon as I saw him at the funeral, I was like, yeah, he's the bad guy. Yeah. Is, or, that, is that because he's Kevin Spacey, though, that I, I thought I don't that? know. That's a great question. No, because I remember feeling that when I played the game. And that was yeah. before all that stuff came. Well, that, was that was when everyone knew about that stuff, but didn't do anything about it. Oh, the cool people. Right. Yeah, the cool people. Why can these terrorists even fuck with Atlas? Well, I think Atlas paid them. I know that, but they should be able to just, like, squish them like bugs now. Well, that kind of defeats the purpose. Not now. <laughs> well, and that's why he's killing Hades. Fair. I mean, this game... It, We'll get to it in a sec. But we watched some kind of crazy news package that showcases Irons and the fact that he is the largest standing military. And I guess everyone's just fine with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, he killed Hades. He can have a military. Yeah. He killed, I guess, the guy who murdered through terrorism thousands, if not millions of people. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. So everyone's like, this guy's great. He's in charge of all the violence. Yay, Irons. So then back at HQ, Alana finds a recording from Hades. And long story short... It shows that Irons knew about the power plant explosions were going to happen, <gasps> but he just didn't do anything to stop them. His whole plan was to profit from them. You think a corporation would want to make profits over lives? It's too unbelievable. I, it's ridiculous. I've never seen it one single time in the real world. No, this is fucking weird. So, so you and Alon are like, okay, he's the bad guy, so we're going to have to bail. And uh, you get help from this mysterious voice named X. And then very quickly, as you get away from everybody, you find out that X is actually Cormac, Mm -hmm. your sergeant from fucking the beginning of the game, who's working for this shadow organization called Sentinel. Ooh. Which exists solely as a multinational task force that is coming after Irons because they realized way too slowly that he was running every nation's critical infrastructure. Like seriously. Except for, I guess, the U.S. Like everything, like power, electric, communications. He's apparently running that in every single country. He's got a lot of money. Except for the U.S. What the hell more does he want? I mean, it's only got to be good things. Yeah, Uh, yeah, right? right? Utopias, probably. Which, the story doesn't make any sense. So for four years, everybody just slowly watches this dude taking over the entire world. I mean, look how much shit we in real life give Bezos. And he's not, he doesn't have any troops. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but real life also makes it seem much more plausible that this could happen. I wish you were wrong. <laughs> <laughs> right. I really do. The The word that kept coming up in these four years they were looking up was the same word, manticore, but no one really knows what that is. Right. So now you and Alona just turned on everybody you have been fighting with for the last five plus years, and... You decide it's time to kidnap I, Irons. I like the hell that was like your moral turning point. It wasn't anything else you did before, but it was seeing the video that he knew. Well, you were just fighting terrorists really for the last four years. You didn't think Irons was a dick. Yeah, he was like, your bro's dad. For, for so you barely knew him. <laughs> well, he was your best <laughs> friend. 
you knew him only in the Marines. But he was your best friend. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. So, All right, I get it. Yeah. I, I just think it's funny that they they have to do this whole thing to figure out where Irons is, but he's like a super public figure. I don't know how yeah. he could be that. He lives in his own little state. Yeah. It was in his own personal estate in Bangkok. So you go there. Bag- oh, okay. Yeah. That's what I said, right? Bangkok? Yeah, no, yeah. I was thinking of New Baghdad. Not uh, yet. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. And then you hack his computer, which sets off a cartoon-like alarm throughout the whole thing. <laughs> Why would your alarm do that? Why wouldn't the alarm just go to like the security desk? Be silent. Quietly. Yeah. yeah. And be like, someone's in there, surrounded, whatever. Wait till I'm rich. Wait till you hear my alarm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but your alarm is going to go off for like the dumbest shit. You're going to have it attached to like a fucking cabinet in the back. I'm going to have a pressure plate on the toilet so when anybody sits down. <laughs> God. He's just going to do the, the eh from... Dumb and dumber. <laughs> nice. I know exactly what I do. I'd take the tank off the back of that toilet, I would set it on the bowl, and I'd just leave your house. That's what I would do. <laughs> Genius. I'm not dealing with any of these alarms anymore. Oh, I'd have it temp- temp- temperature sensitive, too. <laughs> I, Fair. I thought I could cheat the temperature sensor toilet alarm, but I couldn't. <laughs> you win again, scientist. <laughs> Rich scientist. Rich scientist, yes. So you fucking hack the computer. The alarm goes off. You kill... You kill your way to the hangar, and you see Irons talking about some kind of cargo box with someone else. He calls Manticore. Uh, you can't exactly get to it, but you shoot a tracker on the plane as it flies away. Oh, of course. I like how there's an alarm going off, and he's still just like, hey, yeah, we'll just do this deal casually while the alarm's going off. He knows. Yeah, they're talking at a normal level. They're not, like, trying yeah. to escape or trying to hide anything or whatever. And then then you, you put this tracker on by jumping onto the plane slapping the tracker on and then you you jump off of the plane at like the perfect moment where your dudes are just underwater waiting to give you oxygen yeah mm-hmm. first of all i could see how maybe you waited till you were over water to jump i get that but why would anyone know you were in there to give you oxygen secondly why can't you just surface and breathe <laughs> why how would they you... know that you were there how would they get there fast you, enough to stop you? obviously you penciled off of it and you went pretty deep <laughs> pencil okay that what it was you did a pencil <laughs> yeah okay duh <laughs> And then the next step is the most obvious one in the whole movie. You're going to hijack the plane as it flies over Antarctica to get that cargo out. Well, you can't let it get to where it's supposed to be. Now, this isn't the same person, right? This is a whole other team you have to play here. He play didn't get as? To, yeah, he didn't get to Antarctica before the plane did. I uh, It wouldn't surprise me. You might switch through several characters as these games go on, but I don't know. Okay. Let's say, yes, it's a different character. I, oh, I, no, that's I, right, because you hit... Okay, I'll get to it in a sec. All right. But uh, they, you intercept the plane, you blow off its wings after attaching fucking wires to it, so now it's just a big piece of, I don't know, cargo well, that's, that's so attached you to the plane. descent. Mm-hmm. And then you, attract, you attach a drone to it, it crash lands in the perfect spot where Alona and your team is waiting. So I guess that then is where it switches to you on the ground. Okay. But that would mean you're still in Antarctica before the plane got there. How yeah. would you know it was flying over Antarctica? Because it it's the shortest way. Yeah, this is a fucking dumb game. It, yeah, it doesn't make any sense. But you, you surface, you get caught by by. Well, there's this whole ice cave fight section. Oh yeah, you fall into an ice cave. Yeah. That was pretty neat. And somehow we're fine. Deep ice cave where your you comms don't like even work. Three hundred goddamn feet, and you just everyone just gets up like, "Oh, are you okay? Yeah, yeah, I think I might have tweaked my ankle." No, you're <laughs> yeah. all fine. That's why I got ice on it. Uh, but you surface, you get to to the surface, you get caught by Gideon because remember him. He oh, and his bro- yeah, yeah. his yeah. buddy, whose name I didn't even bother writing down, they uh, still work for Atlas. So yeah. he's like, just go with me. And then he eventually turns on his mates, and he's on board with your group now. Yeah, he's like, oh, Irons is making WMDs. We got to stop him. Yeah, he's like, I did my own research and found out that, 
Yeah, he's a bad dude. He's a bad <laughs> See, dude. I, it, was Gideon always just playing irons? Or? I think he was. Or was he not sure yet? Not sure yet. I think he was He's like, I don't know, safe. that could be fake, that video I saw of him saying. He obviously had doubts. Yeah, like I think he wasn't sure when you left, but it was at least enough weird shit for him to like leave you and let you get on the helicopter. Yeah. yeah. And him be like, I hope you're fucking right. And then he just lets you walk away. And right. then he like started looking at it himself. Yeah, okay. Because in his mind, he's either like, well, I'll kill you later or I'll find something else mm. that's important to stopping this guy and then we'll go from there. Right. Which his motivation is not the worst in this game. Like, yeah, his I was gonna motivation say, this is kind of, of like a, he's not a dick. It's kind of a weird for this kind of game. Yeah, there's not some just assholes. Yeah, he's just blindly not ideologically following. driven the whole yeah. time. Yeah, a little bit of gray area. Yeah. But uh, so you find out that the Manticore project was actually a bioweapon that would instantly kill anyone who isn't in the Atlas database. It's which is absolutely amazing. Gen- That's <laughs> science fiction gone crazy. I yeah. wrote genetic cellular murder. With Wi-Fi, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But didn't we? What? I mean, we've done this. I was gonna say that's happened games. a million times with viruses and DNA. Yeah. Things and- <clears throat> was it? I want. Was it Parasite Eve? Was one of that them? Was, that was one I was thinking. Yeah. And there was another there was one. Siphon was filter. Specific, but it didn't. Siphon filter. Yeah. None of it checked the DNA against and a database. A database. Yeah. It does, no. It's so stupid. <laughs> It doesn't make any sense. A virus with Wi-Fi. I like that. <laughs> it, the, the other crazy part is it's not that it's targeting specific people. It's just not targeting his people. Yeah. Yeah. That's the Wi-Fi part. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's mass extincting everyone that's not cool with Atlas, I guess. Yeah. That's so it's, 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 We got to stop that. Crazy. So you keep going to the production site with Intel that Gideon gave you. Uh, you steal a bunch of drives and data. You don't know if this Manicore thing is even real or not because no one's actually seen it get used. Right. Um, it could also be theoretical. They have no idea how far along this actually is. Yeah, you don't know but... if the database is online. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is it in the cloud? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But you escape via a fucking tank section, which who doesn't love a tank section? That's got to be a, a bingo board spot, right? Like tank mm. level. And then uh, while this is all happening, Irons gets elected to the UN Security Council. Of no. course. And then as he gets elected, he's like, thank you so much for, uh, for for letting me in this organization, and I'm about to go full supervillain. <gasps> and I have the bioweapon, and uh, we're going to, quote, solve the world's problems, unquote, which we all know what that means. Yeah. Yes. I get Final solution. Yeah, he's going to come up with a solution. <laughs> <laughs> the penultimate solution. Final. <laughs> <laughs> and he keeps saying, like, I, I'm not a politician that just sits here and quab- squabbles. I... I am a problem solver. I solve problems. Yeah, yeah who's going to go for some agreement and compromise? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a fucking <laughs> loser? Fools. Like, no, we're just getting it done. And then using video game logic, you obviously head to San Francisco. I still don't remember why. I think the... Uh, when you go to the labs to destroy Manticore, you find info on it that he plans on attacking the U.S. there. Yeah, he plans on trapping the Navy in the bay. Yeah. By exploding the bridge. I don't know how the Third Fleet would have fit into the bay. But the whole thing, yeah. And then a bridge is gonna, yeah, a bridge is gonna stop your navy. I also think it's kind of fucked up that you have a whole level in San Francisco, in the bay specifically, and you don't go to Alcatraz. Come on, dude, Golden Gate Bridge should be its own fucking bingo spot. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it should. Or just Golden Gate Bridge slash monument, like Eiffel Tower, right? Slash New York subway system. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So then. 
the whole third fleet is there and you know you're driving along and a drone truck blows up the golden gate bridge because if the golden gate bridge is in a video game it has to get blown up mm-hmm. uh you and gideon almost fall off it there's the gnarly bus i wrote down the gnarly bus death did you guys see that part yeah oh, i don't know there's like a guy across from you barely crawling up the bridge and he just starts to get footing and a whole fucking oh. bus slides <laughs> up and just takes him out. That is pretty I was sweet. Like, oh damn. Uh so Atlas is attacking the fleet, you and you have a mission where you gotta shoot a turret with some rail guns and blow up the cargo ships, because that's how they sneakily got in there. Right. Um, which I guess no one else in your fleet can shoot at anybody because you have to do all nope, of it. Because you have to do it all, yeah. Yeah. And then Sentinel you know, the group you now work for with Cormac and Alana and Gideon is super pissed. So they're going after Iron specifically. Right. Yep. We're going to his place. So now where's Irons now? Hmm. He went from the UN to New Baghdad. Oh, the New Baghdad. I don't know if it's called New Baghdad. I think it is. No, that's what they call it. He isolated to New Baghdad and basically the entire world turned on him now. They're like, oh, I guess you're bad. My- so they... My favorite part of this is when they're like, hey, let's have a shock and awe campaign against them. And I was thinking to myself, man, that worked great the first time. Yeah. Well, is, where's New Baghdad located? On I assume Baghdad. Baghdad. Well, I mean, New York's not <laughs> on top of Old York. Well, that's a good point. Did they ever say where that is? I just assumed it I was assumed Iraq. I it was on top of Baghdad. I, did, I just assumed too. But I, my favorite part of all this section is Irons justified his attack against the U.S. by saying... He's going to be the best at war because the wars that the U.S. wages are all bad wars. And he's <laughs> ending all bad wars by starting a war. Yes. His logic was flawless. Sound, is that the word you're yes. looking for? <laughs> your wars are bad, so I'm going to start a war to end all your bad wars. My war is good. Yeah, noble. Noble cause. Yeah. And then you you assault the shock and awe campaign against New Baghdad fighting fucking mechs and shit. Mm-hmm. And then out of nowhere... A drone attacks and blasts off Manicore. <gasps> what? No. So it was released. He's using biological weapons? He did yeah. say he was gonna. Yeah, he did. And then you survive, Alona and Gideon survive, and they're like, well, guess it was one of the inoculations we got when we joined Atlas. Like, it hasn't worn off or been deactivated. Why I guess isn't we're, it just... We're still in the DB. It's not yeah, we're in the database, man. Yeah, in the database. It's not an inoculation. And then I don't remember this part, but I wrote down super emotional recap fever dream about now it's time to pray, play the price. Pay the price. Uh, is this when they get arrested and kind of. Uh, in yeah, then you're arrested camp? in some. You, Carmack, Cormac. Cormac uh, you meet Cormac there. The three Which of you went. Amazing. Because he just there. avoided Manicor. Yeah, how did that happen? I, I got the outside area. the blast zone, he said, or something. Yeah, he said he was just outside of it. But it's a virus. <laughs> yeah. And. At this point, I wrote in my notes, how have this? How are this many people still on board with Atlas? Well, because what are you going mean, to do? You're getting paid. Plus, you get, I guess might as well join the guy you think's going to win, right? But then he said at some point one of his lines was, "Everyone thinks they're on the sides of angels." So I guess that was the legitimacy of it. Yeah. Whatever. So Spacey comes in to interrogate you guys, and he shoots Cormac in the guts. Ooh. And hits your fake arm with a huge wrench, and you scream in pain for some yeah, reason. I don't know why you're programmed to feel pain. I have that written down. Well, I guess you're programmed to feel because if, well, not feel, but know that. I don't know. Yeah. No, yeah. I know what you're saying. Like, you should get some kind of alert that your arm's getting fucked up. Yeah. But I guess it doesn't have to be like pain. But what do I know? That's how advanced this is. 
Exactly. It's so advanced, it even gives you all the pain as your. Yeah. It doesn't have a limit to the pain either. Look, if we didn't include that. that in the arms and you didn't feel pain, then everyone would just have robotic limbs. Like, we can't do that. That's so expensive. Exactly. <sighs> Christ. Gideon and Alana break out and save you guys, uh, you and Cormac on the ground. And on the way out, you and Gideon get separated from Alona and Carmack, Cormac. Uh, you see a shitload of Manticore. You steal a plane. You crash it immediately. <laughs> but you get the word out that they're going to send out a whole shitload of Manticore. And then you you do some kind of mech session, which excuses the fact that your arm got busted by Spacey. Mm-hmm. Exoskelly is what I wrote. Yeah, there, there was a, a mission. When you're escaping and your arm is crushed, uh, there is a pretty neat mission, I will say, where you can't reload because you only have one arm. So you have to keep picking up guns of that people was you killed. Fun, cool oh, that's watch, pretty neat. Yeah. To push yourself through. And uh, so Cormac dies in the back of the truck as you escape because you know, he got shot, shot in the guts. Yeah. And you have, I guess, this huge emotional attachment. You've known him for two weeks, so why wouldn't you? Yeah. Well, you all, I guess you well, knew he him was before. Your, he was your commanding officer in the Marines. I don't understand how he was your commanding officer, so you have, a, you have some kind of relationship there. Uh, and then you see him and hear him as Mr. X, and you're like, oh, I don't know who that could be. And then, <laughs> and now you're like crying at his death. Yeah, yeah, okay. That is it's a very, it's a strange one. But you, the three of you decide, fuck it, we're going after Irons ourselves. Uh, very loose leadership in the Sentinel program, I guess. Mm-hmm. So the plan is for you and Gideon to stop a rocket launch with mech suits, which you actually Obviously. do. Yeah. And then you run into Kevin Spacey, who uses magic technology to shut down both your suits. <laughs> magic. <laughs> Why not? I mean, well, they're, it's basically they're Atlas suits. Yeah, right? I mean, obviously, as you're a supervillain, you always make a backdoor for yeah, me to get in. Exactly. Okay. So, all right, we'll buy it. And then you end up. Spacey tells you he's like, "I'm not going to kill you guys. I'm not a monster." So you squirm out of his suit to go stop him, and you, you tackle him in the back and roll around, and he's hanging off the side of the building, and, but he's holding you by your fake arm, which I guess no longer works. It's just dead weight attached to you or no by this time i think you got it fixed no yeah it's working yeah so you cut off your fake arm and spacey falls to his death from the skyscraper which led me to believe i guess the new arm doesn't feel pain now or maybe he destroyed the pain receptor well if it's not an atlas arm it doesn't feel pain that's the difference Okay, that's that's what you're paying for with the atlas (laughs) no he had a special club made of atlas materials that made your arm hurt when he hit you with it there you go okay that's fair. I'll, I'll it buy it. Makes as much sense I'll as anything else. <laughs> that, that you'll okay, fine. We're buying that. So uh, then you know, voiceover, and it ends with the line that wasn't the end. It was just the beginning. <gasps> what does that mean? This is far from over. That's it. Uh, That's the game. How's it just the beginning? I don't know. Because <laughs> all of Atlas is dead or dying or fucked up, right? And they don't have Manicore anymore. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's. It's the beginning of the second series of Bad Wars. Yes. Anyway. That, that makes sense. Thank you. So that's the fucking game. Let's get to our final thoughts, and we're going to start with you there, Sir Chompslap. It's Ooh. your day. Ooh. So as always, we're going to ask you three questions. Go for it. Did watching this video make you want to bust this game out? Maybe want to bust something, you know. <laughs> nice. <laughs> A nut. <laughs> Did the story... We got that. Like, that was very important. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what we thought. (laughs) Did the story work for you, or did it make you want to scream and shout? And what score out of 27 stars you'd give this big old lout? 
All right. Uh, did I want to play it? Kind of. I mean, it made me want to play a Call of Duty game. Maybe not this one specifically, but getting a little Call of Duty Jones in. But It's getting to be that time of year. I know, right? Yep, I hear you. I played the shit out of Infinite Warfare, which was cooler than this shit. But did the story work for me? How? Obviously, as you heard for the last half hour, it was fucking so good. (laughs) (laughs) So did you give it a 27 or a 26? I gave it a 28. No. No, I mean, I couldn't get past the whole corporation that's better than every country in the world combined. I couldn't get past the terrorist organization that was better or as equal to the corporation. Yeah, then, I don't... It doesn't make any sense. And why didn't this fucking corporation have the invisible suit technology? Was that a new thing that he didn't know about? That was Sentinels, baby. I know, that's what I mean. But, like, how did he not know about it? He knows everything. That, no, I see what you're saying. Like, they set up the expectation that, that Atlas is, like, the technological, like, millions of years ahead of everybody else. Yeah. But they don't have that but someone else does. I see what you're saying. It doesn't, it doesn't they're going sense. against their own lore. It doesn't yeah, make sense. Exactly. So it's too unbelievable, too silly. Why is it just this one guy who's taking out the whole thing too? And how does he fucking take on Atlas? I don't understand how Atlas is bigger than any other military by far in the world. Yet it can be taken down by four people. Yeah, that's what I mean. And I don't understand. This is the really big question I have about the... I'm sorry to step on your your review here, but who's hiring Atlas? Like, if you have the (laughs) money to pay for Atlas, you have the money to pay for your own military. Well, obviously, he's got to be undercutting that cost, though. Yeah, They have to be, but then how would they be making so much money? NFTs. There it is. Uh, We made our nut on NFTs, bro. (laughs) And this is all... We know we're taking a hit on this army thing. But we got this NFT money, so it doesn't even matter. They're just giving out their services for free. They don't care, man. But yeah, I don't know. It's silly. It doesn't make any sense. I couldn't stand it. It's just another stop people from taking over the world type thing. But really, really dumb. So, out of 27 stars, I guess I'll give it a three. That makes sense. I mean, it was a story, if you can look past all the insane shit. And there was a little bit of, I don't know, personality in some of these people. So, I'll give it a thought. Our bar is so fucking low. <laughs> it had a story that made sense, and some people had some personality. Yeah, so that's why I got a th- Yeah, that's why I got three. That's low. I, remember, three is low. Yeah, three's not really good. <laughs> Just because we do this a lot of things, golf. I get three. This is, <laughs> you're not reversing it. Well, then... With that, with that three given by Sir Chumpslap, let's talk to Dr. Scientist. Oh, shit. Lover yeah. of all Call of Duty games. Yeah. <laughs> I got some questions for him. Oh, you got some? Well, uh, yeah, let's let's see. What, what do you got to ask him? What do you got? Did this video make you want a first-person shoot? Oh, that's a new okay. one. Okay. Uh-huh. Was the story pretty good, or would you like to give it the boot? Oh, yeah. okay. And out of 27 stars, how many did this goot? You know what? Perfect. Your first two, I thought you were going to hit the best <laughs> did, we've ever done. And then you just killed it. You lost it on the third one. Uh, you couldn't think of a word that rhymes with boot, <laughs> flute, scoot, moot, shoot, newt. I already said shoot. Poop. How many would you give this? Goot isn't even a word. How many, <laughs> yeah. how many stars would it get? And I was like, you. <laughs> oh, it's French. Yeah. Ah. yeah, I wouldn't expect you to know. You didn't get the finer notes, scientists. It's okay. Don't, don't beat yourself up. It happens. Uh, well, would I play it? No. The story worked for me. I mean, we did 
highlight a lot of the ridiculousness of the story. But I didn't think it was. I mean, this is <laughs> such a low bar. Watch how you say it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the story wasn't terrible. I mean, it was incredibly predictable. The second you see him at the funeral, you're like, all right, he's the bad guy. But I'm, I, don't, I still don't know if it's just because it's Kevin Spacey's face. He was just so cold and emotionless but at I, his son's yeah, funeral. But Kevin Spacey doesn't really have to act to play the villain, so that works. Boom. Take that, Spacey. I think it's like a smugness that he has. Yes, yeah. yes. I, I think the, that's what it is. He's a sex predator, but... Well, yes, yeah. there's also that. <laughs> in, in the movie Seven. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at this guy. But, uh, I mean, he was a good... I, I, I thought the villain was good. He may, Well, I wouldn't say good, but... Right. Like he's for, like, for a Call of Duty game, it was fantastic. It was different. For a first-person shooter. I thought, eh. I mean, a lot of what happened was ridiculous. But all aside, the story, I got to say, it was probably the most entertained I've been in a first-person shooter game. Which, wow. It, that, that's, that's, it's not as good as you think it is. <laughs> okay. But uh, I can't believe... This may be the first time ever that I'm going to give higher than Uh-oh. Chump Slap, but I'm going to give it four stars. What? Oh, I thought you were going to come up with a seven or something. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to be like, you know what? Twelve. Like, whoa. <laughs> but, I, but I, I mean, it, it wasn't good, but we've seen so much trash that yeah, I was right. almost thankful to see it. You'd watch wow. it if it was a Marvel movie. <laughs> it's That's basically amazing. all the Marvel movies slammed into one thing together. <laughs> yeah, right. And the lead's The Punisher, I guess. I don't know who else would be. Oh, that'd be so violent. great to see a Punisher movie. The series was so good. You're so good. It was Daredevil. really good. All right. But yeah, what about you, Papa Scotch? Would you oh, play okay. it again? Did the story wreck your hand? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And out of 27 mm-hmm. stars, would you give it again? <laughs> again, what a good ride. Let's always give Papa Scotch shit for coming up with bad ones. No one else does. <laughs> yeah, except that we were purposely trying to yeah, come up with bad ones there. Yeah, that was meant to be dumb. Oh, that was ironic. Okay, yeah. That was the <laughs> advanced warfare of one. Yeah, exactly. That's a great analogy. <laughs> okay, so the biggest problem... Okay, we'll just start at the beginning. Did it make me want to play it? Again, just like you, Chump Slap, it made me want to play a Call of Duty game. It made me want to do some mindless shooting. It did not make me want to play this again. And I played through this campaign at least twice. Right. I don't know what trophies I got for it, but probably a lot of them. And did the story work for me? It didn't work for me because there were way too many buys they were asking me to do, and they were just too ridiculous. Mm Mm-hmm. The corporation existing doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense that a private military contractor would be this demand in the world in any situation because it'd just be wars like popping off. It'd be like World War II, and by then everyone's in it. So where are you getting these, this pool of people from? Mm-hmm. Uh, the, it, it, the organization also didn't make sense because, again, who are the, who's paying these people? Uh, if you are a country that has that money then you're either having your own military or you have enough money to make whatever problem you have go away. Right. It, and I guess they were trying to set it up at one point as being like, yes, they're private military contractors, but they also do logistics. Like in, in war-torn areas, they'll come in and like provide housing and food and mm-hmm. you know get stuff to people that need it. But we didn't see any of that at all throughout the whole thing. All we saw was the Mercs. We saw the one commercial, I think, where they're handing out food or something yeah. after the... That's true, but that could all be just... Fucking yeah. lies. Well, obviously. So the story, it just, I mean, there were some okay character ones. I liked, like I said, in the very beginning when the arm came off, that was pretty wild. Mm-hmm. I, I thought there was some good game in here, but the story was just too fucking dumb. Just too <laughs> dumb. So I have to side with Chump Slap here, and I'm also giving it a three. <laughs> 
take that scientist. I can't but, believe no, I, I can't I, believe I, I got I, higher than both of you guys. I and honestly, <laughs> it, I, it was I, not because it was not just because you picked a four. I I just think the whole premise, everything that it revolves around. The story is essentially one guy's bad, everyone has to stop him, but the setup to it, like everything was just so ridiculous. Yeah. And then you threw Manticore on top of this. Yeah. It was just it was too too dumb. Have my standards gotten much. that low? No. I just think we just I don't know. We expect more from Call of Duties. I think that you know, any given week, four out of seven days I'm giving this a three. I think you catch it on those other three, I might give it a four or five. Yeah. Because there were some good parts to it. I mean, the the gameplay is Call of Duty. It works. It, it's neat to go through a nice level. Yeah, exactly. The technology stuff was a lot more fun to play because then you weren't thinking about how fucking stupid it was. <laughs> so, I don't know. That gives us a total score of 10. That sounds too high. <laughs> well, I don't know. Let's hear what it's compared to. Uh, right. The company it keeps from 2022, we gave a 10 to two other games. We gave it to Just Cause. All right. And then we gave a 10 to Siphon Filter 3, which also had a similar murder plot. Hmm. Yeah, I guess it's yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. I never doubt the process. Yeah, I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah, you can't do it. So uh, if we don't have anything else to say, let's just go ahead and do our favorite segment of every week, which is Dr. Scientist Classic 90s Album Walk of the Week. Grab your disc man and pop in the CD. I miss my disc, man. <laughs> Every week, we ask Dr. Scientist for a guaranteed amazing banger of a 90s album, and he's never let us down. This week, Dr. Scientist, what do you got for us? Oh, man, do I got a lot, because I'm going to give you, I'm going to throw facts at you left and right, because it absolutely amazed me when I was looking at this album. <laughs> all right, bring I'm, it on. I like this. This is a great buildup. What do you got? All right, this album was released on September 17th, 1991. Whoa. Okay. <sighs> That's the 90s. First off. Remember uh, Britney Spears, I said, was the top female debut of all time? Mm -hmm. Sure. Well, let me rattle off the top five for you, because this, this blew my mind. I mean, I could give you each 100 guesses. I don't think you get a single one of them. Now, before you say Spice this, is, is this, what is the metric here? Just overall selling throughout overall all their selling, albums? Worldwide sales. Uh, for all their, their first albums. album? Or? Of their first debut album. Okay. Of their debut, okay. I mean, you're not going to be, when you hear them, you're not going to be like, that's ridiculous, but you would never guess them. Right, right, right. Number five. With 18 million copies, Hootie and the Blowfish cracked rearview mirror. I remember hearing at one point that sold an insane amount of copies. Yeah, that's number It's five. a little surprising, okay. but I get it. That yeah, but you would have never picked that. I would like, No, 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 I probably wouldn't have. <laughs> number four, 22 million copies is Whitney Houston's Whitney Houston. I can see that. Yeah, that one makes, makes sense. sense. That makes the most sense. I buy, yeah, I'll buy that. Number three was 25 million Britney Spears. Number two, which... I was going to pick, but I found out it was in the 2000s, is Linkin Park Hybrid Theory, 30 million copies. Why? Jesus Christ. How? It's a hugely popular 30 million? Album. Yeah. That's a huge jump from five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the debut album of this band is number one, but I'm not going to tell you what it is. It's not this album, but it blew my mind when I saw that they were the number one debut album of all time in history. Well, if I'm thinking along the lines of Linkin Park. <laughs> Let me give you... Okay. Oh, yeah. I don't. Okay, I have a guess. Okay, not I'm 311 again, dude. <laughs> if it was, if you just, <laughs> I'm gonna guess, and I think this album came out later, but I'm going for it. I'm gonna say it's live. Lightning crashes. No, that's a good throwing that's, copper. That's a that's a nice throwing wild copper, card pick. There it is. I don't know if that okay. was a debut album though. That's fair. It might not have been, but I was I was trying to get outside the box a little bit. All right, here here's the clue on the album, the actual album, according to the record company. 
This album sold 500,000 copies in the first two hours, and that was without help of major retailers like Kmart and Walmart, who refused to stock the album due to the levels of profanity. What? Now that just totally blew my fucking mind. <laughs> That's what I mean. I saw all this stuff. It kind of... Uh, 91, Kmart and Walmart didn't sell it. Then I, I have to guess it was... Oh, it's between two, and I don't want to get this wrong. <laughs> Was it two live crew? No. No. Fuck. There's no way they sold over 30 million yeah. copies. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just remember that being a huge controversy. Yeah. And yeah. NWA people... straight out of Compton. Nope. That was going to be my, that was my other one. That yeah. was my other guess I was going to say. All right. I'll, I'll give you lyrics. Okay. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know if you'll get this. Give this me a whisper fun. and give me a sigh. Give me a kiss before you tell me goodbye. Don't you take it so hard now and please don't take it so bad. I'll still be thinking of you and the times we had. Yeah, it sounds really fun. Fucking vulgar and explicit. <laughs> this was in '91. Yeah, I could say the next line, but you might get it, baby. And don't you cry tonight. Oh, Guns and Roses. Yep. <laughs> Appetite for Destruction. That was the that was the debut album, but it's not the name of the album I'm looking for. Oh, you're looking for Use Your Illusion One and Two. And yes. Two. Yeah. It was released as two double LPs, which is four albums. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> That's crazy. That is crazy. <laughs> but yeah, but Appetite for Destruction sold 30 million copies. It's the greatest selling debut album of all time. What What are our feelings on Guns N' Roses? Are we pro or con? I was con, but I thought really. they, I mean, User Illusion 1 and 2 was huge in Tell the me 90s. November, November Rain doesn't fucking rock. Dude, I, I fucking hate Guns N' Roses. Civil so War, <laughs> knocking on Heaven's Door. I think I hate it so much because... That was when I was really getting into music, just in general. Right. And at that point, the only thing you could do is buy CDs or you watched MTV. That was it. Mm -hmm. oh. Or listen to the radio. And November Rain was on all the time. All the time. November Rain was all the time, and it was like nine minutes. I still and I remember. Just grew to hate it. I just slashed it. Playing his guitar in the rain. Yeah. <laughs> in front of the, the fucking wedding. church, just. <laughs> and I was, God. I was, they released the greatest selling debut album of all time. Then another album, which had like ten, five songs on it. Then User Illusion 1 and 2. And then didn't release another album for, until 2008. That was Chinese Democracy yeah. one? Jesus. 17 that years. That came out in 2008? Yeah. Wow. Seems a wow. lot closer than that, doesn't it? It really does. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. User Illusion 1 and 2. Great albums. I, I guess. I never I heard mean, all four I albums. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, it's probably, it's probably a good... Two and a half hours of album listening. Yeah, they can't all be bangers, dude. Yeah, they're not. Probably not. But those four combined is one solid album. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> uh, all right. That's a great, great pick, Doctor Scientist. And uh, with that, we're gonna go into our other favorite segment of every week, which is Sir Chop Slaps. Who would win in a fight? Ding ding. We're gonna fight. We're gonna punch. We're gonna kick. We're gonna fight. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> so. Uh, we're gonna we, every week we do three different fights. We give the chump slap one from the game we just talked about, one from gaming in general, and one from history or celebrity. Uh, there the, didn't have a super deep bench for this game, but I think we can have some fun trying to decide who would win the fight: Kevin Spacey or the robot arm. <laughs> hmm. Just gonna... the robot arm, and Kevin Spacey does not have his magic technology. Uh, he doesn't have the hammer that hurts the robot arm. So I'm gonna go with the robot arm. I think it. I don't know if you've ever seen, I think it's John dies at the end when he rips the guy's movie. arm off and it just chokes him. It's a great movie. <laughs> like just the arm chokes him. 
I can yeah. see it doing that and then just popping his head off. So I'll go with the robot arm on that one. Pretty easy one. He picked the robot arm. So from gaming in general, uh, all three of these are a little off the board picks, but <laughs> who do you think would win between Sweet Tooth, the car from Twisted Metal? Oh, I know. Or not the guy, the car. The car versus okay. Fox McCloud from Star Fox. In his thing or by himself? So not the people, the vehicles. Let's say the people. That makes it a lot easier because I think Fox McCloud would, you know, he's in a plane. That'd be a lot easier yeah. to kill. Sweet Tooth. Let's say the people. Fox McCloud throwing <laughs> throwing hands at Sweet Tooth. Probably Sweet Tooth. That motherfucker's got a flaming head and he's pretty tall. <laughs> he's got a reach advantage over yeah. Star Fox. Plus, I'm pretty sure he's walked. I don't know. He looks mean as hell. And I don't think a little fox is really fox in a flight suit. It's not going to do anything. So All that's right, definitely get, Sweet Tooth, man. I might get some letters about that, but I like your style. I like you sticking to your guns. Fuck yeah, man. So uh, then our third one from history, which I guess is celebrity. But who do you think would win the fight between Skrillex, the DJ, versus Kermit the Frog? <laughs> Aren't they the same person? Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, take that, Skrillex. You got him. Boom. Uh, I'd have to say Kermit the Frog. Okay. He's wily, yeah. but he can take a fucking beating, man. I That's mean, true. Miss Piggy beats the shit out of him all the time. That's true. All he, got, all he has to do is get him one good one on Skrillex. Plus, I'm pretty sure he could, like, fall off a building and still get up and, like, oh. So can Skrillex. No, he can't. Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> They're not, not the same person. <laughs> They're both puppets, though, right? Nice. <laughs> one for Jim Hansen, one for the record industry. Yes, Skrillex is not safe today from this podcast. No, sir. I mean, you might like his music, but you are the techno one of us. So Fuck you. <laughs> so there we go. Kermit the Frog beating up Skrillex. Let's say someone had a whole series of novels that detailed the history and the fights that Skrillex has gotten in in his DJ career. Where would they send that email to, Sir Chomslap? Well, send that to plottytime at gmail.com. I won't read that one, but I'll respond to it, pretend I did. Perfect. And let's say someone had a whole bunch of Guns and Roses memes they could get us on the socials. Where would they do that, Dr. Scientist? At Plotty Time on Instagram and Twitter, and stop by the subreddit with pictures of Papa Scotch playing guitar as Slash in Guns N' Roses video. I swear to God you're getting banned from the subreddit. <laughs> <laughs> no, you won't. I'll love it. And then uh, if you want to get to us, uh, you can you can go to YouTube, like and subscribe there. It also really helps us out. Uh, you can also buy our merch at PlottyTime.com, which redirects you to our totally legit eBay store. Plenty of Durf shirts still available. <laughs> Limited run, but they're still available. <laughs> that does it for us. So, shout outs to Blaine J, Drago the Slago, Ham Man, and as always, the, the man in our hearts, Louise Guzman. Don't trust Dr. Scientists, and we'll talk to you next time. Peace. Peace. Love you, Louise. <laughs>